So my favourite club is Watford. We're uh, second in the championship currently. Got relegated from the Premier League last season and we're trying to bounce back. Yeah, nice. Actually, the commercial director, what's his name? He came in to speak to Wembley. Oh, um, yeah. What's his name? Like, it was so interesting. Cause uh, he... is it, um, Paul? Might be Paul. Yeah, Paul, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul. He came in and spoke to us about how, like, they still act like a Premier League club with the, like, sponsors and, like, they yeah. want to act like a Premier club to, like, have everyone involved, but then hopefully get, like, promoted. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you support Watford? Um, it's a bit of a weird one originally. So I was brought up, uh, not as a Chelsea fan, but I just sort of drifted towards Chelsea like, from, a, from, like, an early age. And then I remember my dad took me to a Watford game after school once. And uh, from then, it's just been Watford, Watford, Watford. So, uh, yeah, I must have been must have been about five or six that I went to that first game. But, yeah, it was definitely from going to the first game and then experiencing it and the atmosphere. And, yeah, and then I've been hooked ever since. I mean, yeah, they say, like, Watford was the first club, really, to focus on that family environment, like, being the family club. Yeah, they're, they're known for being the family club. They always have been. And I think that is that is something they try and do with everything, whether that be commercial, whether it be on the pitch, whether it be everything is centred around the value of being a family club. So when you went to that first game, like, what was so exciting that you told yourself like I'm going to be at Watford right now <laughs> it's I, I I don't know if there's one thing because it, it was a Tuesday night it was freezing cold and we lost 2-0 to Sheffield United so it wasn't yeah. a great game but I just remember being in like the in the concourses and there was a there was a guy selling like hats and scarves and gloves and I was so cold so my dad got me some Watford hat scarf and gloves and I still got it all and I just remember from that like that's what got me on it. The little, just the, the merchandise essentially is what I, I was just wearing it at, when it was in school or if I was going out on the weekends as a child, I'd always have my Watford stuff on. And yeah, I think that's what hooks me the most and that's what stayed with me. Did you still have it here? I've still got the scarf, yeah. You want to show me? Can if, we if, if get you, it? That would be cool. Give me one sec. I've embarrassed myself here because I can't find the scarf. It's in the house somewhere. But I do have the, the, my first kit. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, oh wow. Oh, that's cute. That's my first Watford kit. How old were you when you got them? I don't know, but looking at it now, it's, it's definitely not fitting. <laughs> that's 
That's amazing. Oh, great. Yeah. So, like, back then, like, obviously, like, one of your favorite things was, like, the merchandise. Um, and now as a fan, like, what's your favourite thing now? Obviously, they're not in the Premier League anymore. Yeah, no, it's definitely changed as the years have sort of gone on. So, back then, I was obsessed with uh, the kits and the merchandise and what boots the players had on. But as you sort of get older, you sort of experience football differently. Yeah. And uh, especially for me, I got to, when I got to an age and I started going with my friends every weekend and we'd be going all around the country to watch Watford. And obviously, like the the away day atmosphere that comes with football and all of that, so you sort of shift your interest from like the commercial merchandise side of it all to the atmosphere and the sort of celebration around it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like before COVID times, would you go to every game? <laughs> yeah, pretty much every game. Yeah, awesome. away. Sorry? Away as well? Yeah. <laughs> Not, I wouldn't say, as I was that, 20 away games in a season. I'd probably be at least 10, 11 of them I'd go to. Nice. What was the farthest you, you've travelled for? Farthest uh, I've travelled? Uh, I think Newcastle away was probably the furthest. Because that, that's quite a long way from us. Yeah. Where, whereabouts do you live? In Watford. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watford, Newcastle. Yeah. That's far. <laughs> yeah, it was like five or six hours. I, I, I don't know my map very well. Is that Newcastle, Middlesbrough? They're all they're up north somewhere. Somewhere up, up there. They're up there, yeah. Um, so, uh, if you, like, if there was, like, a fan typology, like, you know, they're, like, the, the ultra fans, mm-hmm. and then they're, they're, like, fans that just go casually... Would you say, like, you're one of the die-hard Watford fans? Yes, yeah, I've, I've thought about this before when I've been doing my uni work. And obviously you have the different brackets of fans. And, like, I'd class myself as passionate enough and die-hard to Watford, 100%. But then I, I don't, I, well, I try not to let it affect me in my daily yeah. life as much as it does. Don't get me wrong, it does. I know a lot of the die-hard fans that if Watford lose, their week is ruined. Yeah, and yeah. I think at one stage I, w- I was like that. But as you get older, you sort of realise, as much as I'm a die-hard fan and I have this pa- immense passion for the club, I'm not as devoted as I am, as I was. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So would you think, like, at Watford, there are those, like, fans that, like... Their week is ruined. And 100%. Like, and from where I've been in them shoes, you can spot them from a mile off. Really? That's the weird oh. thing. You can speak to people and see how obsessed they are. And don't get me wrong, I'm Watford forever, I'm obsessed. But you can, like any fans, you can see the people that Watford is pretty much all they've got in the nicest way possible. So for them, it's a massive thing. Yeah. And that's why it's, it affects them so much. And yeah. You, you sort of realise, oh, but I was like that. And then life goes on, life changes, doesn't it? And yeah. yeah, so now you can sort of understand, you can see them, you can, just the way they talk and the way they act, yeah. Um, are they like, have you ever seen that they're violent as well? Um, I've seen it at times, definitely. 
if like don't trying to word this right. You could go say for example, take the Newcastle example. Mm-hmm. You could wake up at four in the morning on a Saturday. You could spend your own money on petrol. You could drive six hours up to Newcastle to see Watford play awful. Like absolutely awful. I remember it happened at Southampton away in the FA Cup and we were so, so bad. And uh, it actually, it, the fans were fighting each other, not fighting physically, but mouthing off and it was getting a bit heated and aggressive. And then even one of our players started fighting with our own fans. So like, it, it has happened. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a, a common thing because obviously we have that family club sort of. Yeah. To us. Um, have you, like, other than that, have you seen anything, like, as in your, like, fan experience that doesn't resemble with a Watford fan? Yeah, I have. I have once. And it, uh, it sticks with me. It's, uh, so I remember it must have been about, so we were still in the championship. So it would have been at least six or seven, about seven years ago, I think. And, uh, it wasn't aggressive, but it was sort of, Discriminatory. I don't even know the word. I think that's a, that might be. I probably said it wrong. But I remember someone in front. He was shouting chants, which I'm not going to repeat. And I remember everyone was looking at each other like, "There's no place for that." So mm-hmm. it got reported, and I've I've never seen him since. And he used to sit in front of me every week, and then after that, I'd never seen him. So I uh, I think the club dealt with that fairly well. Yeah. That's really good. So you have a season ticket, yeah? I do have a season ticket, yeah. So on that, how do you think like a Watford fan should behave? Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't like to mould Watford fans, but obviously, as a whole, as people, there's a responsibility in the way people have to act, and that just because you're at a football match, that shouldn't be different. Yes, like it's enjoyable and it's for mo- most people it's the highlight of their weekend. And obviously, you might go to the pub before, you might have a couple of drinks, it yeah. might get a little bit atmospheric, it might get a bit rowdy, but that's football, that is football. But there's a line, and I think most football fans now respect that line. They know there's things you can't say, there's things you can't do. And you've seen it over the years, you, you only have to look at Millwall. Well, recently, or Chelsea back in the olden days, like it always used to, there's fights, there's chants, but I think there's a better understanding, not just Watford fans, but football fans in general, of a way that the com- football community has to act. Yeah, absolutely. But I think also social media has, um, it's 100%. like, because yeah, they want everything out, like you see everything. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing as well at the moment, social media. And I'm personally one of the fans that say, if you're going to make a social media account, I think you should have to verify your account with some form of ID. So when these things do happen, you can, you can be held accountable because it's, it's very often now you go on social media after a game and if a player's done something in the game, it, you, yeah, you understand. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's awful and they should something should do something about it. Definitely. So what was your best experience as a Watford fan? I've got two. 
two best experiences. I can't, I can't pick them apart. Obviously, there might even be three. But so obviously, you've got Liverpool's unbeaten run, mm-hmm. where uh, they were going for the title two years last year. Last year, yeah, last year. Yeah, because I'm a Liverpool fan, and I yeah. was fuming. Three 0 I was, I was behind the goal, and honestly, that was one of the best games I've been to live. I just. I felt it all week. I was saying, we're beating them, we're beating them, and we're beating them. So that's probably my third. And then my top two, the second one is the FA Cup semi-final. 2-0 down, come back and win 3-2 in extra time to get to the, our first FA Cup final since the 80s in my lifetime. That was unbelievable. But my top Watford moment is a uh, playoff semi-final, that Deeney goal where... I was, uh, Leicester missed the penalty. We saved the penalty. We've gone up the other end straight from the penalty and scored. And I remember running on the pitch. It was, it was a great time. No way you were running on a pitch. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I probably should say that in case someone hears and like there's a Watford people listening. And yeah, I wasn't, whoops, I wasn't on the pitch, but you can still give me a job. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um, and then like, that really uplifted the rest of your week as well. That was more than a week. After that, that's something you don't see in football. It's on the like, it was crazy, and it still gives me goosebumps when I watch it now. It's just unreal. Oh, it's amazing. And now the next question, not a good moment. Like, what was your worst experience? My worst experience has been a lot, but um, I'd say. Losing the playoff final in 2012-13 that season. So obviously we we had that big high when we scored that penalty goal against Leicester in the semi-final. And then we played Crystal Palace in the final. And Kevin Phillips scored the penalty to send Crystal Palace up. But I remember just, it was horrible. It was silent. I didn't say a word for about two days. Really? I was, I was so gutted. I was must have been about twelve, thirteen myself. Oh, that was horrible. Oh, that's so cute. Because you're, you're being, you're so close to promotion. This whole thing you, you sort of dreamed of getting into the Premier League, and then we give away a penalty at Wembley, and I just, oh, it was horrible. That was the worst. Yeah. What about when you got relegated more recently? It was it was a similar sort of thing, but like I said earlier about how I'd um about how different fans let it affect you differently. Yeah. I was honest. Don't get me wrong. I was heartbroken. It was horrible, and the way we went down as well. Like we we could have stayed up. We should have stayed up. We just I don't know what happened, but yeah. From that, I'd say for about a week, not even that, about two or three days, I was upset. But after that, I was like, right, it's done. I'm looking forward to the championship now. Like, let's have a go. And it's, yeah, I've enjoyed it, actually, this season. Yeah, I think championship is really like good to watch as well. It's exciting because you've always got games. You've got two games a week, every week. And uh, especially with COVID and stuff and not being able to go there, you're yeah. always watching. Watford. Like, it's, I, I've really enjoyed it and... I'd argue the championship's one of the best leagues in the world for football wise. Like just not the standard of football maybe, but the the entertainment side of it, hundred percent. 
How do you think, like, as, like, such a passionate Watford fan, um, how is Watford treating you? Are they, like, making you feel special that you like, I guess, more than the average fan? Is there anything they do? Yeah, they do. They do lots. And uh, in fairness to Watford, during COVID, they've sort of been very good. Obviously, the stadium is next door to a hospital. So they've given up all the facilities at the stadium to let the people in the hospital use them. And like that sort of stood out and that was really nice. And for all the fans sort of stuck at home, you can get in touch if like you feel a bit, you know, isolated, a bit alone. And uh, play, they get players to call you just to check up and have a chat. So like little things like that they do that's really nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm quite impressed with what they've done actually. Oh, really cool. Yeah, I think oh, two more questions. Um, what kind of merchandise do you have at home of Watford? Um, and do you have a tattoo or something? Are you thinking about getting a tattoo? <laughs> no, I'm not, I haven't got a tattoo. <laughs> I, <laughs> although when we were in school, one of my best mates, he got a tattoo. He got like a little hornet thing on his leg. And ever since I, when I saw that, I was like, you could not pay me enough money to get one of them <laughs> he regrets it now he's gutted but it was funny <laughs> so now, I, I haven't got any of that and I, I don't plan on it and uh, in terms of sort of merchandise I feel like it's a bit of a cycle and you're at different stages of that cycle so when I was little it would probably be more kits and stuff now I'm a bit older it's a bit more like what have I got I keep the same scarf I wear the same scarf to every game that I've always had uh, I've got to be fair I've got a, a jumper this year I've got a, a tracksuit top so that's quite nice so I can wear that out to the football but no other than that it's sort of not much I've been looking at sort of retro kits they're quite cool so like the yeah. kits before I was born but yeah. other than that this, this, no I'm not really uh, this was really good is there anything else you wanted to add about your fan experience um no, I, I don't think so. Unless you've got anything else, I'm happy to stick around. Uh, this was perfect. I really appreciate that. No worries at all. If you need anything else, you know where I am. Just yeah. drop a text and I'd be happy to help. appreciate that. Like Once um, people are allowed back in the stadium, I haven't seen a Watford game yet. So Yeah, no, we, can, no, we can definitely arrange that. Maybe yeah. we'll have to meet Liverpool again, though. <laughs> oh if my we God. get promoted. <laughs> yeah, you can dream. <laughs> don't rule it out it's my Lassar another two goals last night absolute baller but here's what it no, is I, like, I remember the game last year because I bet so much money on Liverpool as well just, <laughs> that was really that is so silly I was so confident and, and honestly like it ruined my day I'm oh. not really like a diehard fan but <laughs> I lost money and they they were just unbeaten I can not believe it it still makes me laugh that whenever sort of Watford tweet anything about it, you've got Liverpool fans replying, <laughs> upset about it still. So, uh, it makes me laugh, but there it is. Oh, cool. No, thanks so much. No worries. Need anything about, like, um, UCFB? Yeah, yeah, uh, cool. I might drop you a message later. Yeah, That's 100%. Like, honestly, I can only recommend it if you're not really 100% sure. Like, if you don't want to work, like, full-time, like, right after um, your undergrad, 
it's perfect because like you have those placements and like get that work experience and make those connections which is like the bread and butter the connection yeah it's important um yeah i think that's what are you putting this in a podcast did you say yeah like, i'm gonna send it to you um oh well, yeah yeah no, that's what i was gonna say when it's done just send it across it'll be nice to see yeah um i'm gonna transcribe it and then put it like in like a website and it's gonna be like a mix of like podcast a bit of interview cool transcribe yeah. it is so long i just finished my dissertation and i had to transcribe all my interviews it was horrible so yeah. I, I i stopped talking now so there's less for you to transcribe um what did you focus on in your dissertation it was it was commercial it was uh partnerships and sponsorships and how it helps global development of football clubs really I, i'd love to to read that because that's yeah i'll send it across like, you can have a read that's fine i focus my master's dissertation now on sponsorship in the women's football environment yeah i think I, there might be a little bit on women's sport but it was more how the top five clubs in europe are sort of globally yeah. developed but yeah no i'll send it across that's fine cheers appreciate the no worries. Sorry, it had to be a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Have a good rest of your weekend. You too. Thank you so much. Bye, bye, bye.